Are you selling life insurance to Hispanics primarily and you get some weird objections? I'm going to talk about three major objections that I get and how I answer them so I can get to the close. Let's talk about it. What's up everybody? So look, majority of my clients are part of the Hispanic community and damn I've had to learn a lot of Spanish you know I'm, I primarily talk English if you can't tell I have a, a pretty good English accent for the most part uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps in 2015 man I had to my Spanish was horrible I mean I'm talking about it was bad over the course of, of all these last few years I had to learn how to talk better Spanish you know, overall, right? My Spanish is not perfect, but still to this day, about 95% of my clientele speak Spanish. So majority of my sales have to have been in Spanish, right? And so uh, I had to learn a few things. And Hispanics, man, I, I tell you one thing. We are some of the hardest working people I've ever seen in my life, but we, we tend to not have proper education when it comes to finances, proper education when it comes to where to put our money. Last of all, you know, proper, not even the proper education when it comes to life insurance. I mean, they just don't believe in it, right? And I, one of my buddies, uh, I believe he's Dominican, he told me something so powerful, and I 100% believe it. He told me this a few years ago. One of the biggest reasons why I stick around to begin with, he says, Peter, look, hombre, hombre, mira, Peter. That's how he talks, right? <laughs> but he told me back in the day, Hispanics didn't believe in having a bank account because they didn't trust the banks. But yet now, most Hispanics, if not all Hispanics, have a bank account at some bank, right? Hispanics back in the day didn't want to buy homes because they didn't want to put their money with mortgages. But now, a lot of Hispanics and not all Hispanics have a house or rent, right? So a lot of Hispanics today don't want to, don't believe in life insurance, and someday. They will. And those agents that are part of that shift are going to be very wealthy one day because they help make that shift happen. Now, when I first started this industry, it was like none of it. Now, today, we got Hispanics calling us up asking about life insurance. I feel like I'm seeing the shift happen. But still to this day, I still see the, ma the massive obje objections that I hear when it comes to the Hispanic community. And I love my people, man. Our food is the bomb. Say our food is the best, right? In the comments below, say Hispanic food is the best food in the world. Right? I love it. I love it for sure. I do like sushi, though. A lot. Like, a lot, a lot. But, look, man. I was eating, um, man, I don't even know what it was called. I went to a gender reveal, reveal party this past weekend, and that food was Bombay. Anyways, anyway, let's get to it, all right? So, the first objection that I hear commonly over and over and over again is I don't want to leave money to El Sancho. No quiero dejar dinero al Sancho, right? I'm like, what? Right, because, you know, if you're if you're in this industry already, you know something more or less about what we do. There, there are policies out there that offer living benefits. So, no longer do you have to leave money to El Sancho. They don't have to do that. First off, when I sit with clients, I treat them like family, like they're people, they're my friends, even if I've never met them before, they're the first time meeting them. So we can have a very open conversation about this. So I was over here recording and my camera literally just dies and my battery just completely compoot. I literally have three batteries and all of them were not charged. So I had to charge my battery up and finish this video. So I know that I was talking about the very first objection on, you know, 
look, I don't want to leave money to El Sancho. No quiero dejar dinero al Sancho, right? Remember that one. And I think that's one of the most common ones. And I'm pretty sure if you're selling to Hispanics in the Hispanic community, you've probably heard of that one countless of times. And like I was saying, we sell policies with living benefits now, right? It's not just for El Sancho no more. So like I said, I like to sympathize with them and have a very open conversation. I damn sure laugh every single time, even though I've heard it like a million times, you know what I mean? I, I try to laugh and, and just like let them know that I'm on their side, you know what I mean? But I always tell them, look, it's not just for Sancho no more. It's for you too. Like usually it's always the guy that says that, right? The husband. And I said, look, are you the primary breadwinner? And they usually say yes. And even if, they, even if they're not, even if both uh, spouses work, they contribute to the bills for the most part. But let's say he's a primary breadwinner. Now let's say you don't pass away right now. But something happens to you like a stroke. Or you get a car wreck. And you can't work for a few months. Or a heart attack. Gets you out of your job and now you can't make the money. If you can't make money, does that affect you at all? It does. This policy can actually help you out with that. Bring it back into their court, right? Because the moment they throw that objection at you, the ball is in your court and you need to make sure it brings it back in their court. Alright? Very first one, right? Give them the reality of what would happen if something were to happen to them other than death. Because most people sell death insurance policy. With policies that have living benefits in them, they're now we're selling actual life insurance policy, a policy that you don't have to die to use, all right? So that's the very first one, okay? So the very second one, which is my biggest red flag of them all, is, uh, okay, cool, I like, I like this, I like this. Can I cancel in the future? Ooh, hell no. That's one of my biggest red flags, and I gotta make sure I get to the bottom of that potential objection right there, because that's a big one. Because what if, what if they're the kind of people that are just honestly, they don't like saying no to people. People, a lot of, most people don't like rejecting other people. Are you like, I'm sure you're like that, I'm like that. So I'm like, man, how can I get out of this? Even though I'm in sales, you know what I mean? But there's a lot of people out there that don't like rejecting others, so they will buy a policy just so they can cancel out in the future, right? And that's, the, that's their way of saying no to you in a really, really long, nice way, you know what I mean? So for us, as you know, if they cancel in the future, that affects our commissions, right? So if they ask that question, they probably didn't see value in your presentation. They didn't see value in your product and you want to get to the bottom of that. So I would ask them, look, man, yeah, of course, you can cancel whenever you want, but you will lose more than you gain. And let me ask you, Mr. and Mrs. Client, why would you want to cancel to begin with, right? Maybe they say the price is too high. Then we'll fix that, right? Maybe they don't see, understand how this, this, and that works. We'll fix that right you need to make sure when they ask you that specific question you want to get to the bottom of it because you don't want to sell a policy not have an answer to that question for them just to cancel a month or two down the line you don't want that you want them to be lifelong clients right so if they say can i cancel in the future just say yeah of course you can but let me ask you why would you want to right because there's policies out there that helps them out if they're unemployed right do you offer some of those policies those, those matter, you know what I mean? And, and, and also, if you sell the living benefits type policies, if they get hurt or for whatever reason, they get an illness or something, they can't work, they have the living benefits in the policy. Reiterate that part again if they didn't understand it the first time. Sometimes Hispanics don't listen to anything else but the final price, 
right? So, if they ask that question, make sure you get to the bottom of it, okay? So, the third and final objection that I hear all the freaking time is what happens if that business goes out of business, right? What happened if that life insurance company goes out of business? Now, this is why for me, it's extremely important that I sell uh, my products and services through a really big company, okay? I have multiple companies that sell for all of them are really major companies, okay? So make sure you do as well. Also, being independent is a little nicer, all right? You're not stuck to any rules or quotas or anything like that. So now, I always tell them, look, Life insurance companies normally don't go out of business. If they do, they get bought out by other companies. But if it were to happen, first and foremost, the whole, the whole country would be in a really bad spot. All right? But most major insurance companies have about like three layers of insurance themselves in case some crazy catastrophic event were to happen to them when it comes to their overall business. Okay? All right? So if they have insurance themselves. But now I don't get too deep into that because they're not really interested on that part. They want to know, they want to feel security. So I always ask them, now, what bank do you have? Whether it's Wells Fargo, Chase, whatever bank. Right? I always ask them, what bank do you have? And I, and I tell them, did you ask that question to that bank? Whether they go out of business, what happens to your money? And most, pretty much every single time I would say, no, I never asked that question. Because they don't know, banks actually tend to go bankrupt like every 20 years or so, if I, if I remember correctly. They have actually gone bankrupt multiple times in, in, the, in history and people lost a lot of money, right? They lost a lot of money. So, but then after I give them that reality, look, they didn't ask that question to that bank, but I, I, I sympathize with them. I said, look, I understand. You know, you really haven't heard of this or you haven't heard of this kind of policy and you get worried, right? I understand, so was I. I felt exactly what you felt. But I found out for me and my family, it's drastically helped us out, feel secure knowing that if something were to happen to us, this policy will be there to protect us. So you can feel secure and feel happy knowing that if you get approved, this policy will be there for you and your family to protect you as well, to protect your livelihood, to protect your paycheck, to protect your savings. This policy will be there for you. So don't just give them an aha, right? I gotcha. Sympathize with them after you let them know that. And just tell them how you felt about when you first thought about it, how you felt and why you got the policy that you're selling them and tell them why it would be good for them as well. And then make them feel good about it and then sell the policy. So let's go over those three major objections, right? I have them written down right here on my phone. The very first one was, hey, yo no quiero dejar en al Sancho, right? The second one was, can I cancel in the future? The third one was, what if the company goes out of the business, all right? So check out those objections, study the objections, practice, practice them with your, your, your team, practice them with other agents in the company, just practice them with your family and friends, and just get better at it. And trust me, you're gonna hear a lot more objections than just these three. I guarantee you, you're gonna hear a lot more objections. Don't get scared. If you don't know, if you don't know the answer to an objection, honestly, just look, I can find the answer for you. Don't act like you know the, the answer, if you, especially if you don't know the answer, okay? I can find out the answer for you as soon as possible. Actually, let me call somebody up, let me call my director real quick, and I can ask them the question, and I see if I can get the answer for you right now, okay? Do not pretend to be the expert if you're not, okay? Especially if you're starting out. And the more objections you hear, the better you become because you learn how to answer them. Write those bad boys down in a book, you know what I'm saying? 
so you can you can refer to it later on when you are in one day training other ages okay so hey look i hope those three objections are helping you out for your hispanic community let's help our hispanic brothers and sisters because you know damn well we need it all right guys so all that being said you have a beautiful day bye now oh hold on. don't go nowhere i got something for you all if you still need help on how to build your financial service business online or on facebook your main profile page or any social media platform download my five free types of posts that i utilize on my facebook every single day i utilize it now i utilize it every week i'll use it tomorrow to give me organic leads on facebook okay um whether it's for recruiting or even sales i utilize these simple simple types of posts every single week to give me some free organic leads if you're interested in that just click on the link below download it and i'll send it straight to your email today so all that being said do not forget so press uh, the like button and do not forget to subscribe if you need more help on how to build your financial services business the correct way. So with all that being said, you have a beautiful day and take it easy. Bye.